Howdy, partner. Howdy, partner. Welcome to Axis Nexus. <laughs> We are a couple of exes. We used to cohabitate with each other in a small barn in Butte, Montana. And then one day, we broke up and decided that we would not cohabitate any longer with each other. Because we were not indigenous to each other's parts. Anyway, I'm, I'm Christina Parker. And I'm jumping Jimmy Brogan. We're joined today by our current spouses. We married thems, not each other. This here's my better half, Kelly. Hey, y'all. <laughs> and as always, I'm joined by the mysterious Captain. Yeah! All right, let's get this party started. We like to talk about pop culture, who's wrangling who. <laughs> Sometimes we like the rock and rolls. Movies, music, and then- No, not, not, not movies, flicker shows. Oh my God, that's not a word. <laughs> oh, later in our program, we like to ask each other a mysterious question. The captain bases some cocktails around these mysterious questions. Can you tell us, Captain, what are we drinking today? Miss Parker, you're drinking in the over 30 rock. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> What's in it? Two ounces of tequila, a half ounce of lime juice. My God, he sounds like Cooter. A teaspoon of maraschino liqueurs, a teaspoon of grapefruit juice, and a maraschino cherry for garnish. I don't see any maraschino in there. Maraschino liqueur is clear. Oh, it is? Yes, ma'am. Oh, it's clear. Maraschino liqueur. Uh, that shit's delicious. It, yeah. sounds, it sounds delicious. It sort of tastes like a margarita. I'm so <clears throat> jelly right now. I wish I was uh, drinking it. Oh, peanut butter and jelly. Nah. That's damn good, girl. <laughs> <laughs> It's not an endorsement of the drink right now. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> Sometimes tequila hits oh, you. Just right in the nostrils. <laughs> exactly what I'm saying. Right in the nose hairs. Ooh. Some salt would bring that down to the level that I need. Yeah. So, Wally, what are you drinking for Jim? Jim, you're drinking the Quarantini. Okay. Uh, there's a billion recipes online. Um, so I took a little bit from this, a little bit from that. We have our own recipe now. Um, oh my God, I should have wrote this down <laughs> while I did it. Oh, I'm not very good. I'm not a good bartender. Okay, so I, what I did was I, stop it. I uh, muddled some uh, raspberries in the bottom of a glass. I added about a table, tablespoon of simple syrup. Maybe not, maybe a teaspoon. A teaspoon of simple syrup. Um, and then in a cocktail shaker, I used a pack of emergency and about five ounces of water, stirred it up, added an ounce and a half of vodka um, or gin, whichever you want. Um, then I poured it into the glass with ice, stirred it around and added a little bit of club soda. 
you added emergency to I a drink. That's, that's fucking brilliant. Because that it's a quarantini. Quarantini, get it? Yeah. Because we have to stay healthy. Is it delicious? Not bad. It's pretty good. I think I want to pour straight vodka in an emergency and like skip the water and shit. And I actually think it could do with more booze. I think it needs to have a little bit more booze in there. Mmm. That's delicious. It does need more boobs. Yeah. It needs more boobs? Yeah, boobs. Everything needs more boobs. You could probably go two ounces, if not two and a half ounces of vodka. The muddled raspberries are delicious. Yeah. Emergency is remarkably tasty with vodka in it. (laughs) It's the tangerine emergency. Yeah. But you can use any kind and just... You can. <clears throat> you could use the raspberry if that's what you like. I prefer the tangerine or the orange. It needs more of a bite. That's why you need a little bit more booze. It needs a, a boozy bite to it. It's, it's okay. It's good. It's tasty. It just needs that little something. That was tasty. And healthy. Cheers, y'all. We're Cheers. still socially distant from one another. Yay. Yay. How long, kids? How long is it going to be before we can see you again? So 2021. Long. Stop it. Have y'all seen anyone like socially distant, like had like a parking lot party or sat out on the deck at all with anybody? I no. spent this morning talking to my downstairs neighbor for about a half an hour. It's kind of nice. Like over the fence or? Well, I was on my balcony. She was on, she was on the ground floor. So. Oh, okay. Nice. Because she's beneath us. So. She is beneath you. Yep. <laughs> That's not what I meant. And uh, we we have a couple of other uh, neighbors that will walk by and they'll stop and we'll chit chat for a a, a little bit. Well, we know know someone who will chit chat for the rest of his life. That actually happened with our friend Scott who lives down the block from us. He's been riding his bicycle lately and it smelled like a house was on fire recently. So we walked down the street to see where the smoke was coming from. And... Bless you. Bless you. You got the vid. You got the vid. You got to stay home now. That's it. I know. Yeah, that's called the seasonal vid. (laughs) I got it too. The Royal Poinciana trees. There's another one. (laughs) Oh, this is going to be a great show. Oh, my God. Great show. (laughs) Yeah, awesome. (laughs) You want some of my quarantini? (laughs) So, anyway, tell them about our friend that we ran into. Oh, so, yeah, we were going out to investigate this fire because it seemed to be coming from a house that was relatively close to us and it was like thick. Like you walk outside and then you walk back inside and you smell like fire. So we walked down the street and then um, investigated and it was some yambos cooking up something in their back, burning shit in their backyard. So I walked back and ran into our buddy Scott and uh, he's just riding his bike and it's just kind of cool to sit on the street with neighbors and chat away and you know, that's kind of cool. Like so those small little things are just um, that you didn't really think about before are just kind of awesome now, you know, because we mm-hmm. can't do any of this shit. Right. So. That's kind of nice getting getting to know your neighbors a little bit more than maybe you put, would have previously. Like there's definitely people in our neighborhood that we chit chat from time to time, but it's funny, like you just, something like this will kind of bring you more closer together in that sense. And then there's those other neighbors who you know for sure you definitely wish you never have to speak to ever again. <laughs> Funny. But you really can't do anything about it. <laughs> We're not that close with any of our neighbors. Scott was our friend anyway, and then we just found out that he happened to live down the street from us. 
kind of thing. But it was cool because as we were talking with him on the street, there were some other neighbors that are just a couple doors down and they were sitting out on their porch. So we waved to them and they waved back and they were doing their own thing. But it was nice to just kind of get the face out there and say, hey. And then we waved goodbye when we left and they waved goodbye. And it was, that was cool. Yeah. We'll take it. It's cool. Wow. I'm Jerry Seinfeld. I don't <laughs> want to talk to you in the elevator. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. Speaking yeah. of, let's side, let's just slide on into irritating. We suck at that so bad. We, it's, you know what? The part of the charm is that we've never been good at that. So, <laughs> charm. <laughs> oh, so Jerry Seinfeld has a special on Netflix. Did you watch it? Yep. Did you like it? It's okay. I thought it was pretty funny. We I thought laughed. it was funny. I didn't think it was guffaw funny. I don't know. There's some moments that were really fucking good. I thought it was pretty damn funny. There are moments where I can see where you're coming from. It wasn't anything great. Like, it was just kind of like Jerry sort of giving a performance, not like going out of his way, like not knocking it out of the park to use a baseball right. analogy he would love. Um, but the stuff about being married was gold. Gold, Jerry. Gold. Yeah. The stuff about the female brain. Yeah. And there was some stuff before that that was pretty funny, too. Yeah, no, but yeah. I liked it. It was, it was an, you know, it was an hour, hour, 10 minutes of entertainment. What are you saying? You didn't watch I it. I thought you had it on. I watched it work. And he really, um, that's where he was on then. He really jumped into whatever, the East River or the Hudson or whatever river he jumped yeah, out of. Yeah, that was that. pretty neat. That was pretty neat because when it happened, I'm like, deep fake. That's not real. And I'm like, no, that's got to be him. <clears throat> and then at the end, they show him practicing for it. Why am I jumping out of a helicopter? It's fantastic. Haha, ha, Tom Cruise. Even Jerry Seinfeld can jump out of a fucking helicopter. <laughs> Ain't no great shakes, Tom. That motherfucker's going to go out in outer space and shoot a movie, so. Bye. Bye, Tom. Maybe mm. he'll meet Zeno. So he's looking for. Maybe. Uh, what you got? Okay, so I was thinking, I was watching... <laughs> Have you ever seen the Humera commercial with the girl? She's trying on clothes and, and, and then she's holding her stomach because she has to shit her brains out and she's wearing a romper with the tag still on it as she goes into the bathroom. Mm -hmm. I've never noticed. Yeah. <laughs> like it does look like she bought the thing by the end of it, at, by the end of the commercial. So she shouldn't still, it. So she had to buy it. still wearing a romper and you, you, you're seen going into the bathroom with the tag hanging out to obviously go poop your brains out. Well, she was shopping, and in the middle of her shopping, it Don't, just kind I of wouldn't be wearing a romper if I was going to have a stomachache. Yeah, but I think that that's the whole point of it, is that they're going to put yeah. you in the most uncomfortable position they can mm -hmm. so that their miracle drug can save you right. from the worst possible scenario. Yeah. That's marketing, man. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, it makes you feel really uncomfortable because the last thing you want to do is be trapped in a not an unbought romper in a dressing room, shitting in it. I want to. <laughs> I want to see anybody other, uh, with shitting issues wouldn't dare try on a romper in the first place. They should know fucking better. Thank you. It just seemed like all all about the absolute worst case scenario, the dumb decisions you're you're making, and you know, oh, there goes there goes Mary Sue. She's pooping her pants in a romper right now. Yeah, and you might try it on next. <laughs> I want to see the other versions of that commercial that didn't make it, like the doctor in the operating room who's doing open heart surgery, you know, like scalpel, 
And then he's like, oh. And then he has to run out. <laughs> Somebody take over. <laughs> and then the patient dies while he's pooping. Yeah, what happens if you are a doctor in the middle of surgery and all of a sudden you've got diarrhea? You go in your pants. Like you're in trouble. Just let it go, man. It just runs out <laughs> of your little booty. I don't want to think about this. <laughs> Anything were to happen to me and I had to have surgery ever again, I'm going to have to ask him, do you have IBS? How you doing, yeah. How you doing Doc? How's your stomach? Would you have to do you have, you do you have right? Crohn's or colitis? <laughs> and do I need to be aware of what kind of intestinal medications you're on? Seriously, Doc. Enough I'm about glad, me. I'm glad I put that in your head. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, y'all. Look, I'm giving Jim double birds. Double birds to Jim. That, mean, that means fuck you twice. Yeah. <laughs> or fuck you squared. <laughs> uh, um, so we watched the David Spade Netflix movie. I didn't, I didn't even know. What? They've been talking about it online. Well, without, without whatever you're following, I guess I'm not. Wow. So how was it? It was really funny. It's a happy, it's a happy Madison production, right? So it's all I'm like, out. I'm already out. Okay. You didn't like Fifty First Dates? No. no. Oh my God, it's so cute. Fifty First Dates is so cute. Listen, everyone is in love as far as like good Sandler goes, like Billy Madison and, and or Happy whatever Billy. Sandler's not in it. Sandler's not in it. Yeah, it's not a typical Happy Madison production. It's just a rom-com, but it's really cute. But it's a lot of the the dudes that are that have done stuff with Sandler and Happy Madison forever. Yeah, but like supporting characters. Yeah, it's Rob Schneider and what's that kid's name? They got the big head. Oh, Nick Swordson. Nick Swordson. Okay. Oh, you totally know who that is. No, I don't. Do I know what I I know what I, I know I do want to watch. There's a movie on, that just got released on Netflix called John Henry that has Terry Crews and Ludacris in it, and it's supposed to be such a steaming pile of hot garbage that it's like the most popular movie that's ever been played on Netflix right now. Wow! It didn't even come up and tell us about that. What's it called? John Henry. Is it about John Henry? I guess. Is it on the thing? Because usually it gives you like the number one things that are, like the top ten, right? It gives you the top ten when you first log on Netflix. It's it's like, I, I found out from one of my coworkers, it's like a revenge flick and apparently Ludacris has like this iron, iron jaw, like this iron jaw, trap jaw. like the, the bad guy. Yeah, like trap is jaw. It, is it man. CGI? I, I don't know. I don't know, but I have to check it out. I know my buddy watched it and it's like, I, it's one of those movies he likes to get drunk and, and watch a dumpster fire. If you're, did you watch the, um, no, you just said you don't like Sandler. The Sandler, um... Uh, Rachel from Friends. You know, what's her name? Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, the, Ra the Jennifer Aniston movie that they just did. It was like the biggest movie that Netflix ever did. Oh, six months it, ago. It, was, it, it was called like Mystery Movie or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, did you watch it? No. It was good. It was a cute little movie. I heard good things about it, but I'm also not a Sandler fan, so that's kind of what shot it down for me. But I, I would like to see Uncut Gems. That's the one movie that he's gotten really good reviews on, so... I don't, he's not he's not like super annoying Sandler in the rom-com for Netflix. It was okay. He was okay. So I'll give it a shot. I like Jennifer Aniston. So she, Yeah, it's good. Funny. It's good Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, it okay. was cute. It was cute. Could I tell you now what happened in that movie? No, I have no idea what the plot was about. <laughs> because I don't remember it. It's definitely fluff. 
right? It's fluff for your fluff. But it's cute. That's the way I feel about this uh, David Spade thing. I like this one better. I'm going to remember this one more. It had more funny moments. It had more, it was more ridiculous. And Yeah, the girl who's in it, it's called The Other Missy. No, The Wrong Missy. The Wrong Missy. The girl who's in it played one of the security guards on Orange she is played, New Black. She played the security guard in the first season of Orange is the New Black. She was on Key and Peele. She's on... She looks sort of like um, one of our friends with big eyes and cute little face, long brown hair, skinny, tall. Yeah. Anyway, she reminds me <laughs> a lot of one of our friends who's just a goofball, who's super cute, but also like a really weirdo goofball. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I'm sure. So, and once you see this girl, you'll be like, I know exactly who she's talking about. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, what else you got? I don't know. Where are you guys at in community? Have you finished? Yep, we're done. You did? Okay. You finished? Okay. No. Where are you at? I have to get, I have to get her started on it. So oh, you wow. stopped? You're paused to let her catch up? No, 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 no. no. I, He's been I, watching it work. Yeah, yeah. Not that we should really put that out there, but... <laughs> um on your breaks obviously yeah yes clearly mm -hmm. um so uh, that's awesome i would love to watch it again i totally want to watch it again well i want to start from the beginning because like i watched an episode and she's like yeah it's it's amusing but she's like i just don't get you know obviously it's it's like seinfeld in that way that you gotta understand the idiosyncrasies before it gets starts to get really funny and i have no problem watching it all over again yeah totally you have to get hooked on the characters yeah so I love the first, the first, from the first episode, I'm just like, I think I love this fucking show. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. All the characters came together so well. I'm like, this is great. Um, I'm really excited that I don't ever have to hear that song again. <laughs> the, su the, su the suicide song? Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. The Let's Kill Ourselves song? Yeah. Yeah. So I, still understand, I don't understand. Why did they pick that? I, I, that's why what we talked about it. What was the motive behind picking a song like that for your intro? Like, I can't believe none of us have jugled, jugled that yet. What was that word? Jugled. Um, There's got to be a story behind it. There has to be. Right? Like somebody had to have written it. That like it, is it's a real song. It's a, it's a real. There's there's. I I looked up the lyrics because I was like, what the fuck is it? Like, I know why we. Did we talked about it last week. You read it to us. Yeah, but I, what I read you was what you hear in the show. It's a whole song. Oh, like the Friends theme song was a whole song. Correct. Mm -hmm. So this was written like for radio play and they picked it up as a theme song? I guess so. Well, Friends was written for the show. Was it? I thought it was yeah, written for no, radio play. It was, it was written, written for the show, but it did play on the radio. Yeah. Oh, so maybe the same thing happened with this weird suicide song. <laughs> kind of like uh two broke girls like they well they, that was, that, was already, that was already a song yeah, yeah or two girls one cup <clears throat> no yeah. two broke girls in brooklyn <laughs> that show is the equivalent of two girls one cup the first season was funny it was cute it yeah was. so was big so was big bang theory it wasn't as cute as the bee in apartment 23 that got canceled but yet two broke girls lived on which was weird and crazy because the B in Apartment 23 was golden. James Vanderbeek, golden. James Vander douche. Oh my God, it was so good. Kristen Ritter, it was just so good. Yeah, and... I watched two episodes of that show, it was good. I liked it. Mm-hmm, I liked it. I don't remember, I only did one season, right? 
I think it no, did two. Was it two? Like two and a half. They had like two and a half seasons. So it was very sad because it was so good. Um, yeah. Yes. You- yeah, have you watched any movies lately? I just told you what we watched. Uh, I mean, I wanted to watch that one with Chris Hemsworth. I heard that was pretty good. That I heard that was really good, too. Um, yeah, I want to see it. I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it's great. I haven't either. And it's the Russo brothers, I believe, right? Who is it? It's a director. It's it's one of the directors. Yeah, I remember there is a lot of Marvel affiliation. I think it. it's the Russo brothers, if I'm not mistaken. It, it might Community. Be, I think <laughs> it's somebody that did an, a movie with him before. So it's somebody who did Avengers or Thor. or It's not Taika, so it's somebody else. Well, we finally watched that um, peanut. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! We watched Peanut Butter Falcon. Uh, oh nice! It's wonderful. Well, they've watched it, so we finally caught up to you guys. I yeah. Think. No, we didn't watch it. We just talked I about you did. it. No, we talked about it because that kid was in my VSA class. I oh, that's right. Him. Yeah, he's from Boynton, I think, right? Yeah, I taught him yeah. in drama class. He went to um, Dreyfus. He was and... fantastic. He was fantastic. Yeah. That um I don't so really like, oh yeah I don't like feel good movies yeah because why why would you want to feel good watching a movie I know what the fuck are you talking about I don't like feel good movies isn't a rom com mostly a feel good movie no they're a feel uncomfortable movie yes rom coms make you feel uncomfortable you're so uh, weird you're so fucking weird because no I totally get I totally get what you're saying because like the breakup with Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn. Like, they pitch that as, like, a comedy, a rom-com comedy, and it fucking is not a funny rom-com movie. It's no. kind of sad and depressing. Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. So, yeah. Uh, feel-good movies, the only reason you feel good at the end of them is because you've spent a, a majority of it crying. So, at the end, you're going to feel good about not crying anymore. So, that's... <laughs> Did you cry in Peanut Butter Falcon? No. No. Did you want to cry, I feel Kelly? sad at one moment. No. <clears throat> I felt sad at one moment, but then- I mean, there's some sad moment. moments, but- For the to moment, feel most good. part, I, I thought it was a, it was a good story about, you know, just, I don't know, you just kind of feel good at the end because this kid got to kind of live his dream. To me, it's, it's, it's like a quiet road adventure that, mm-hmm. that, that, that him and Shia LaBeouf t- take together. And, and would you say about Shia LaDouche? He's, he's actually good in the movie. No, he's a good actor anyway. He's, he's just... a good actor. He is. Yeah. He was good. He gives you the feels in this movie, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And yeah. Shane, what's his face? He played Shane in uh, Walking John Dead. Berthenol. John Berthenol. John was in it. And I, he didn't say anything in the movie. I, like, I love it, that. I, I love thought that. it was great. Like, he's such a good actor that he didn't even have to say anything. There's flashbacks of him. And it was like, geez, this guy's such a good actor. Like, you don't hear anything that he's saying because it's like flashbacks of him having conversations with his brother, but you still get it. You still feel it. But what's neat is, is, is if you've seen him as an actor in movies, you could tell that Shia LaBeouf was his brother in that because he sort of embodied that sort of, that Southern, that Southern toughness that, that, that he portrays in a lot of roles that he plays. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm cool. glad that it deserved cool. the hype that it got. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. cool. So, um, going back to the movie with Chris Hemsworth, the movie's called Extraction. Yeah. And it was based on a graphic novel, and Joe Russo wrote the screenplay, adapted it to the screenplay. Um, the guy who directed the movie 
he is a stunt coordinator for the last two Avengers movies. That's right. And Deadpool 2. Yes. Oh, okay. I did know Pretty good pedigree. Yeah. And he's been in, he's done stunts for like tons and tons of movies. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to watch that tonight. You want to? Yeah, totally. Cool. Sure. Hey, look at that. See, we can have like a, a, a quick movie review next week. Oh, but next week is our 100th. So oh. next week we're doing um, a top 10 list, basically, for lack of a better word. Um, we're doing a best of, folks. So to celebrate 100 episodes, next week we're going to break down our favorite top three movies of each decade starting in the 70s, considering that's when most of us were born. Ish. You really fucking blew us out of the water. You can edit this shit out. Good. We were born in oh, 1989, all of us. Exactly. So, oh, just like Taylor Swift. I love it. Me and Tay Tay, just the same. Tay Tay in the wing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Um, what else you got? I don't have much. I mean, just been kind of sitting around watching old Motley Crue videos and. So I want to go back to um, something we talked about a few weeks ago. This is the irritating part of the irritainment. You were complaining about Publix shoppers. Publix is particular to, to the Southeast grocery chain and how people, it was like bedlam, right? Like people aren't following the directions. Nobody gives Still a is. shit. No fucking masks, right? I haven't really been in a Publix since all this started. I've been in Costco and I've been in Aldi. Continue. Uh, and Same difference though, isn't it? No, no, no. Because everyone in Costco has a mask on. Everyone in Costco is following the rules. There's people, there's like employees to help you navigate shit. Um, Aldi, same. Everyone's wearing a mask. While people might not be following the one-way directions on the aisles, everyone's wearing a mask and they try to open up as many aisles as possible to get you the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. So. But meanwhile, people who are shopping at Publix don't know directionals. No. They don't wear a mask. They don't no. wear gloves. They I don't get to, out of your fucking way. I went to Publix yesterday for the first time, Friday. I went on Friday. I just stopped on a whim. And I went in and it was like, ah, 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 what did I come in here for? Oh my God, I'm going the wrong way. Am I going the wrong way? I just want this one thing. If I can just get this one thing, I don't need anything else that I thought I needed. I just need to get the fuck out of here. What's the closest I'm going to get me out. That was my thought process yeah. on Friday. So and speaking of irritainment, how do you think you're going to, like, let's just say three months from now, things that have cleared up and we've kind of gone back to living our lives the way we used to, if we ever do that, I don't know. How are you going to feel about being in uh, public places and sharing space with people? Do you think that this is going to be something that you're going to kind of carry forward with you and get freaked out by it? Or do you think eventually you'll feel normal again? My thought process goes in waves of the whole thing. Like, freaking out. How am I ever going to do this again? Holy shit, this is insane. No one ever touched me. Please don't ever breathe on me. And then I go through all of that to come out the other side of, they went through this a hundred years ago and yet we were all hugging on each other and touching each other just months ago. So we all got over it then. So we're going to get over it now. That's what I think. 
going to be able to touch each other again and we are going to be able to be in each other's space again. So we just need to get through this thing of uncomfortableness to get to the good. Right. I, I think that if, I mean, you know, hypothetically speaking, if there was a cure for it tomorrow and, and everyone got it, I think in three months things would be exactly the way they were before all of this happened. Like we, we heal pretty fast when it, when it comes Short to memory. Kind of Short memory of things like this. Yeah. I agree. However, however, if it keeps going and it ramps up again, and then by the time flu season comes back again and it ramps up again, there's going to be some permanent scarring. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And, you know, uh, let's not talk about it. Thanks. That's all, <laughs> let's, I, that's all. Like, let's go to questions. How about we move on to questions? How does that sound? I, you know what, Irritainment? We are watching stuff. We're doing good. Uh, I think I called it actually. Let's, I'm going to end on this little bit of irritainment in a show previously. I had talked about how the words that are about to be banned that we're not going to be able to say anymore. And I brought right. up crazy and insane, right? Mm -hmm. uh, in the sensitivity training I had to take for work, they mentioned those words specifically that you shouldn't say. Okay. Well, I'm still going to say it. So I know. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that Tay-Tay? I'll still continue to say crazy and insane. We're going to be the old people that are like, oh, those are the old people that just still say those things. No, that we're going to be the old racists. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> are we already, we, though? Are we already, Because though? we use words like crazy. I know. <laughs> right? Oh, he's just that old racist. Yeah. We're our grandparents. Still, they're going to have to replace the word crazy with something else. And then when they use whatever that other word is, after a while, that word will become offensive. And then they're going to have to outlaw that word. Because that's going to be, become synonymous with mental health. Well, before long, we won't be talking to each other at all because you say hello, and somehow that's offensive to somebody. <laughs> I just read that Friends is offensive to people now, too, because it's an all-white cast. Oh, and because they uh, also fat the whole fat shaming about Monica. They make fun of fat yeah. people because they put her in that fat suit and how you definitely can't do that. Oh, I read because, something I read right. something too about how um, some of the things in Tropic Thunder didn't hold up. Tropic Thunder is good, but there's definitely some things that don't hold up. And you know what they're talking about. Blackface. But, well, the yeah, whole point is, you stupid, dumb motherfucker, is that it's making fun of that whole thing. Right. That's the point of it, you fucking idiot. Right, he's an actor. Now we're all just irritated. Yeah, he's go to your actor. safe space. He's go to your safe space, Snowflake. He's playing an actor who's going to ridiculous lengths to become a person of different color. Like, that's the ridiculous joke. Making fun of actors. It's making fun of people like yes. And that's why it works. That's why it works. Because it, it's not like he did blackface. Just no, it doesn't. That movie needs to be banned from existence, like Song of the South, and, and we should all be done with it. Yeah. Nuts, right? <laughs> um, so cool, yeah. Yay, we're now we're all irritated. Let's move on to questions. Yay! Yay! Take another drink, because I'm irritated. That's right. I'm drinking tequila in mine. Hey, <laughs> oh. <laughs> What am I drinking? You are drinking the Over 30 Rock. Over 30 Rock. What's your question for me? My question for you, Christina, is what is your all-time favorite sitcom? Since we've been talking about sitcoms lately. Mm, this is a hard one. Mm. It's really yeah. hard. That's a thinker. Is it? Yeah, it is. I thought it would be easy. No. 
because it starts with my childhood of Lucille Ball and mm-hmm. Mork and Mindy, mm-hmm. right? So oh, yeah. those two right there. Then you've got Facts of Life, also seminal. Uh, I get it. Three's Company. Three's Company. Yep, that's another great one. Um, then uh, the ones in the 90s, I did like Friends. Friends was good. 30 Rock's great. There were some shows that people didn't watch, like Be in Apartment 23. Fucking brilliant. Nobody watched it. Uh, oh my God, there's just so many sitcoms that are just really good. Let me ask you something. Does have you watched an episode of Three's Company lately? Yeah. Does, does it still hold? Does it still hold up? Does it still fun? It's so much slapstick. That's why I feel mm-hmm. like that and like um, I Love Lucy. Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley. Shirley. Right one. I feel like those shows hold up because there's a lot of physical humor. Mm-hmm. A lot of archetypal characters. Like they set up, they set the characters up in opposition, and then they, and then in the halfway, then they have to play through this, you know, uh, practical joke of whatever it is they test, they set them up for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did the you? Misunderstanding, yeah. The big misunderstanding. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, Three's Company made uh, their entire career about about that. Mm-hmm. Right. This, but I mean, like, like, like I Love Lucy with the Chocolate Factory and things like that. Like they set up in opposition, and then they. And then the, the befuddlement and the buffoonery come in to try to try to be better than they are and they're not and to fail. And Perfect strangers, bosom buddies. I mean. There's just so many good ones. Yeah. Especially from like when we were young, when we were younger, we were kids. Like just so many good ones that we were watching. We weren't even adults. And they were great. I mean, Three's Company was very risque for I wasn't allowed to watch kids. it. That was one of the shows that, along with MTV, that were supposed to be banned in my house, that I definitely just watched anyway. It's so funny. My parents never really, like, banned me from watching any TV. Like, they weren't, like, they weren't, like, helicopter parents in that sense of, like, oh, you can't watch this, or oh, you can't watch it. Maybe it was because my dad was in charge of me at the point, and he wasn't paying attention. So, (laughs) well, um, my mom was religious, right? And, like, they were afraid that music and television was definitely sending their kids to hell. Oh, sure. So I was of the generation that those things were going to send me to hell. So my mom had to make sure I wasn't going to. Or they were going to turn you into a bad girl. Like if you watched MTV and like you had this notion of like wearing your shorts too short, your shirts too short or hang your boobs or hang, like then you're just going to be a whore because you watched it on a video well because rock and roll is the devil music yeah. <laughs> like if you really want to break it down it rock and roll is devil music and there was a gay man on three's company supposedly yeah. it was about gay so those things were not acceptable yeah the devil and homosexuals yeah. same thing <laughs> not a question i don't believe that for her um how about you captain did you even answer that you didn't even give us a favorite because there is no way to answer that question well i mean and that's okay i mean you listed off some great stuff married with children oh i loved that show forever i loved that show i still love that show yeah it's tough i don't know like i i grew up with the same stuff i liked and the best thing about when we grew up is like even if it wasn't on when we were kids (laughs) It was uh, we had it on reruns, so like the Dick Van Dyke show was fucking hilarious. 
I love that show uh, with Mary Tyler Moore. It was really New funny. Heart. New, New Heart, Heart was fucking hysterical. Oh, I love so New funny. Heart. New the, Heart. Both of them. Both shows. Cheers. Yeah, and Cheers is Cheers. definitely still yes, one, of my, another great one. one of my top in my top five. Um, I loved Frasier also. I loved that show too. I agree with you. I like Cheers. I didn't I didn't care much for Frasier. Right. Designing Women. No. Moonlighting. Yeah. That was, that, that, was, that, really, that was a dramedy. That was, yeah, it was more yeah. of a dramedy. It was an hour-long show. These are That's true. But you know what? A lot of the sitcoms that are in my top five list have come that out in the past probably 10, 15 years. Yeah. You know, 30 Rock, uh, Community. Um, yeah. Cheers. Seinfeld. 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 Is yes. In there. Yes. All of those things. Yep. All of those. So, Did you guys watch the, um, the Happy Days of Rob Marshall? No, not yet. You should watch that. I don't know if you DVR'd it or not, but, but, or on demand it. It's really good. Mm. It's, it's, on really ABC. good. it's on ABC, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that was good, too. I watched a lot of Happy Days. Mm-hmm. I forgot how, like, good that show was, like, watching them show clips of that mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's really good. It's really it's a nice trip down memory lane. That to me, like even thinking about that and Laverne and Shirley makes me feel like a little kid because mm-hmm. I remember asking my mother for a poodle skirt. Like yeah. I wanted to dress like happy days. I wanted a pink ladies jacket or whatever they mm-hmm. were, his like girlfriend, right? Oh, oh Pinky Tuscadero? <laughs> yes, Pinky Tuscadero. I used to wear a little scarf around my neck like that, cause hello, height of fashion. Wasn't Leather Tuscadero played by Susie Quattro? Am I wrong on that? Played by somebody. Leather Tuscadero was somebody famous. Uh, Might have been Joan Jett, even, right? No, I don't think. I don't think. I think it was Susie Quattro. Um, I'll let the cat fuck that one up. I, I'll pull out my hand computer. Uh, so I guess we should. What's yours? What's your favorite sitcom? You didn't answer the question. Yes, I. Well, um, I Seinfeld is definitely up there. Um, I really like 30 Rock. I, I, I mean, I, I'll have to see how, how I feel about community because I always feel like shows have to like age in your brain. They got kind of got to like, you know, sit in there, but it's, it's really high. Um, All in the Family was, was, was classic, although I haven't watched it in years, but Three's Company was definitely an obsession of mine growing up as a, growing up as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, you think of that Thursday night sitcom thing th- that we grew up in with like the Cosby show and, um, the, what was the one with Michael J. Fox? Um, Family Ties. Uh, Family Ties. Thank you. That. Cheers. And I don't remember what came after that, but like. Um, I mean, Growing was... Pains, Charles in Charge. No, yeah. I, Charles in Charge was never good. <laughs> no. That's funny. Um, with no, that's not. If you love Happy Days, you got we... Scott Bayo again, so you watched it. We forgot to mention Arrested Development. <laughs> uh, yeah, Arrested Development is definitely in my top five. Uh, yes, Leather Tuscadero was played by rock musician, singer, and actress Susie Quattro. Yay! Check me out. Love it. Yeah. Definitely some seminal childhood sitcom. Uh, Mama's Family? Yeah, I, I watched that show. I don't know how well that, but the Carol Burnett show still holds up. Yeah. Like, but that's Burnett a sketch show. show. That wasn't... Yeah, that's that's true. Show, You're right. You know? You're right. Um... The Good Place was a really good little sitcom that we just that just was on. I like people that. love that show. People was, who like that show love that show. It was good. It was really good. It made me cry mm, a lot. Life in Pieces. Got oh my God, Life in Pieces is the most underrated sitcom of the last ten years. The fact that Modern Family was the one that got more attention 
is a shame. I, I, for, I like Modern Family. Mm-hmm. I really like Modern Family. I think that's a, a really good show. Yeah. I could never watch it because it just felt like such caricatures of character. Like, look, they're a gay couple. They're adopting a little Asian baby. Like, I, I, you, you ease into it. You like, it's one of those shows that require like you, you kind of gotta. Yeah, I get, couldn't get handle the um, stereo, the the tropes. The tropes were very overt, and they were a lot for me to take those overt tropes. I feel like it made fun a lot of it though. That show, just watching, I mean, the, the, especially the gay couple too. Like they're, they're, they're not afraid to poke fun at themselves too. They're not being overly sensitive about everything. It's just sort of, you know, they're having fun with it. Yeah, I enjoyed Life in Pieces much more. That one was a lot more fun to me about family, like multi-generational situational comedy. Right. But then again, I love Diane Weist and uh, the Brolin, the senior Brolin together. They're fucking hilarious. Jim, James, James Brolin. Oh, God, they are the funniest couple ever to live. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, cool. Good. I guess we should move on. Good job. I you like wanna ask me, You want to ask me a question? I do want to ask you a question. What, what are you drinking by proxy of Wally? Uh, a, a quarantini. Oh, Jim. What's been the most positive glass half full outcome of being locked in during this quarantine? For you, um, I, I'm surprised I can answer this as quickly as I can. I think about that the environment is getting a break. I can't believe I'm saying that because I'm so not that person. But, but what about you that, personally? Like, have you oh, done anything personally? Like, have you cleaned something out? Have you written something down? Have you, like, done anything for yourself that maybe you took time to do that I, otherwise you wouldn't have. I um or an opportunity to come up right no no I mean not not really there's a couple of things one I haven't journaled since we were in the keys because I always like to journal when when we travel and and like everything was just sort of ramping up and I hadn't written in it up until like last weekend where I was just sort of like going from we're in the keys and you know, we're doing this and, and we're living like a normal life to like six weeks later where it's like complete lockdown. And I like the juxtaposition between the last time I wrote into it until like last week where like everything is turned, went sideways um, is crazy. And it was a pretty long entry too, just because there was just kind of a lot of things to talk about. Um, I, I think like, you can turn your journals into movies and like we can make lots of money on your life. So <laughs> I really think you need to think about letting somebody fictionalize some stuff. <laughs> There's some good stories in there, I think. There's got to be some really good shit in those things, mm-hmm. right? Like how funny too that it goes from like normal life. That's what made me think about this is like, here's Jim's journal, hanging out in the keys. Everything's happy spappy. Then it's like, oh, wait a minute. We're going to go home and things are kind of getting weird and we got to look for toilet paper. So that's weird. And then nothing, radio silence and until. So six weeks in, we finally found toilet paper. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Um, I, I also liked, you know, I was, I did, I did some, uh, I did, I got creative with uh, some, some of my t-shirts with the bleach and the, and, uh, you know, and, and the style of stuff. I did one for Steve, which I still have to give to him. So I guess I'll, I guess I'll get that at Christmas time. Maybe. <laughs> Cause I got his shirt to look really cool. So that was one of the creative things that, that, that I've done. 
So it like it hits me in spurts. Like some days, you know, I could just sit around and read a book or watch, you know, watch videos on YouTube and shit. And other days I'm just like overwhelmed with wanting to do something like that creative. I mean I would love to be overwhelmed with the desire to do something creative. Since this whole thing has begun and I've had all this time on my hands, I keep waiting for that moment of clarity. <laughs> yeah, but you're still working full time. So like you just want to get home and relax. Like be at home it's not like you're at home all day every right. single day for you know for what whatever day we're on 65 right so like my our lives haven't changed right for the most part most of our lives haven't changed all that much yeah weird and we're I, I like we're grateful that we're all still working all four of us are still working i feel bad for our friends and families who are not yes uh, but given the fact that we're able to still like have somewhat of a normal life given the fact that we still have to get up in the morning and go to work every day I think that makes somewhat of a difference in that sense of we still have somewhat of a routine. It's true. Uh, but I will, I, I will say this, though, that, that this is interesting. Last weekend, I, I, I woke up, uh, and, I, and I was late for work, and I was pulling, I was, I was pulling my pants on <laughs> to get – like, I was skipping the shower because I was like, I was just going to make Shit, it. But I'm pulling my pants up, and she's like, it's Saturday, and I didn't pay attention. I'm still getting dressed. I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm late for – I'm like – I'm late for work. She goes, it's Saturday. Oh my God. And I'm like, oh my God. So, and I did it again too. So I woke up last week, Tuesday morning. And I'm like, it's Sunday. And it was like, I already went to work yesterday. Like I already went to work yesterday. So like, I'm really losing track of days at this point. <laughs> That's so terrible. That's terrible. To wake up on a Tuesday and think it's a Sunday. Motherfucker. Yeah. And, I, and I was like, I'm literally like computing in my head. I was like, you know, like I could feel myself blinking and like ticking the numbers and shit. And I was like, it's not Sunday. You went to work yesterday. And then like I had two voices. I was like, did I? Did I? <laughs> like, so even though you still have like the, the, the regular schedule, yeah. you're still screwed up from being in this quarantine because you don't go anywhere but to work and home. Right. So the bill is messing you up. There's nothing to differentiate the weekends no, except not for you not going out of your house. Right. So, yeah. Interesting. Well, uh, good. Well, that's good. That's Sounds good. Sounds like you are keeping yourself busy. How are your paintings what? coming along, Kelly? <laughs> yeah, I tried that for a little while. Why don't you no. go back to that? Uh, I don't know. It didn't give me the soothing uh, quietness that I was hoping for. It's I, became, I was frustrated with it. Um, so I guess that's not my new hobby. She also waited until, like, she had the thing <laughs> for so goddamn long that the paint got all gnarly and shit. So I had she, to put, like, she had to put, paint, like, nail polish remover in there in order to loosen up the goopiness yeah. of, of the paint. Maybe that's what irritated me. And I gave up on it. But I might go back to it. Takes too much work. Too yeah, much it does. Work. I think, if anything, for me, personally, it's it's walking at night and, like, just being out in nature. Like, that is something that, like, I've come to, like, be grateful for again. And being like, oh, you know, like, once I have the opportunity, like, I want to be able to go and do more things again out in nature. Like, I want to go to the beach more often or I want to go, you know, I don't know kayaking or something to take up something else outside 
because I've been cooped up in the house for so long where it's like, it's not like I'm like, oh my God, I got to get to a bar and hang out with my friends. I'm more like, let's all of us go and like go on a, like a, an adventure where we can be outside and do something in nature. That's fun. Yeah. It's nice having a backyard. We grilled (laughs) out yesterday for the first time in a really long time. And then right before we talked to you today, we had some hot dogs on the grill. Nice. Yeah. Nice that smell that you get from the grill, isn't that? You're like, ooh, this is this is good. Well, it's been nice to just hang out underneath the umbrella. Mm-hmm. The fucking bugs, though, man. The bitey. It's not even full on summer yet. The biting bugs. <clears throat> the bugs that bite you in the places that it doesn't matter what you kind of citronella candle. It doesn't matter what you got. Uh, we live in Florida. Oh my god, they were so bitey. <clears throat> So that kind of sucks, but it's fun until that happens. So it's either hot as Hades or bugs, you know, either one. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, are you going to ask me or no? What? What you've been doing? Yeah. I figured you'd just tell me. Oh, well, I was waiting for an invitation. But you asked the question. You should just volunteer it. Well, what have you been doing? Uh, it definitely gave me more opportunities to write more, so I've been writing more, so that's good. Um, I haven't killed my wife, so <laughs> that's a bonus. Bonus! It's a big one. That's a big one for me. Because <laughs> uh, I'm still alive, get it? Uh, uh. Yeah, I've been doing the radio plays. I've been doing some radio play adaptation adaptation stuff. Uh, so that's been pretty cool. That's what I've been doing, which is kind of so fun. So how do you do that? Like, how do you do like? Because it's not like you're sitting in a room together reading Zoom. stuff. Zoom. We record oh, okay. on Zoom. Okay. Um, is the quality does the quality suffer at all? Well, the producer of them lives in Cleveland, I think. And he is also like a Foley artist. So he puts together, like we do a couple recordings and then he puts it together with the sound effects and uh, music and stuff. And yeah, does levels. He works on the levels and tries to make a sound as good as possible. Okay. So is that something you get paid for? No, but hopefully eventually if people start giving us money, Oh, but it gives it gives you a resume for voiceover work, so that's nice. True. Yeah, something I can turn into a reel, which I will love. Um, so yeah, it's been fun though because it feels like a creative outlet in the midst of something that I'm not being creative or feeling like being creative at all. Like I don't. We, there's no improv rehearsals. There's no like something. There's no like creative. I just don't have anything created. That has been driving me mad a little bit. You know, when you, you're used to having this outlet that really kind of grounds you and helps you push poor, it's a, it's, a, it's a release in a way. And the fact that we haven't had any improv rehearsals or any kind of theater rehearsals or anything, I didn't realize that would affect me as much as it has. And I think that that's been the cause of a lot of like possible attitude shifts and problems that I've had <laughs> over the past few months. He's been a little crabby. A little bit. Um, so, yeah, it, it, there's, 
need for a creative outlet. But it's been nice having our own backyard to go and grill out in. That is nice. Yeah, and what have you. So, anyway, well, cool. This has been a, a rather tame 99th episode. I should make you coffee instead of booze next time. Yeah, that's a good idea. Coffee instead of booze. Or like, coffee oh, booze drink. Yeah. Or um, maybe we can watch more entertaining shit next time. I say we watch some kind of crazy shit that we can talk about. Let's find. Well, a we're gonna watch. We're gonna watch. Uh, well, we won't. We, maybe we won't talk about it on next week's. But we'll talk about extraction since we're both gonna watch it tonight. Cool. 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 Extract this. Um. Hey, Jim. I know you don't go very many places right now. But when you do, some man opens his van door in the parking lot and beckons you into the van. And he asks you to SSD. Say no. Say no. I don't do that in parking lots, especially in weird stranger vans. But thank you for the offer. It means I'm still attractive. What? Don't SSD in the P. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. So, Why don't you take a step back and uh, with, take your mask off for a second and F your own face. Make sure you take your mask off first, though. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you might hurt yourself. <laughs> You're going to choke on that fabric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodbye. 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 I have an OBGYN appointment on Tuesday. So I tried to trim Didn't, didn't need to know. So I tried to trim that shit up a little bit this weekend. Why am I hearing this? So I realized that like my razor, I should probably try to get a new one because it's oh been a while. Oh my God. <laughs> so Why, I get because you're Pirates of Penzance in your pants? What's a Pirates of Penzance in my pants? Most pirates have big ass beards. Oh, do they? Don't they? Pirates before, right? Seen pictures. I know you have. Huh. Anyway. Uh, I need new razors was the point of that story. Okay, that's very interesting. I'm sure Amazon can help you out with that. Or Dollar Shave Club. I want to go to Bed Bath & Beyond. For razors? Yeah, they're so cheap there. Oh, I didn't realize that. They sell beauty products i hear there's a really good website for ladies like you called carryclam.com <laughs> that sounds like a porno site <laughs> no, it does. that sounds like somewhere your grandpa would go look at porn at harryclam.com yeah 
That sounds like something your grandpa would want to see. Mm-hmm. <coughs> What's the matter, Wally? Nothing. I regret getting her tequila. <laughs>